Witches. I'm Natalie. And I'm Marin. Hi! What's up? <sighs> What's that for? I don't know. I'm just like sort of tired. The world's getting me down a little bit. But you know what's going to bring me back? Commercials. Commercials. Yeah. I mean, it'll bring you back for maybe 35 minutes or so. That might be enough. Might be enough to propel me through the day. <laughs> um, sometimes that's, that's, that's all you need, you know? Yeah. Right? You came in today. You were not feeling anything. No, it's just one of those days where you, like, don't like your outfit. Your hair's weird. I need to clip my nails. Like, you just realize, like, I should just go back home and start over. <laughs> start over. Just redo it. But, you hit road but, construction. Yeah, it's it too late. Day. I'm here. Let's go. <laughs> well, on that uplifting note, what are you fangirling <laughs> Actually, over? Actually, I have a great thing to fangirl <gasps> okay, over. Okay, tell me. Season two of Queer Eye, I watched it all on Friday night last week. It was hilarious because I logged into TV time and I was like, oh, there's a new season of Queer Eye. And then I could see your little head in the Queer Eye images like all the way, like almost all the way down. I'm like, oh, damn, girls, been like, did she stay up at midnight on Thursday to watch it? I was like, how do we not talk about this? We started at like six o'clock on Friday and went until about one o'clock a.m. I mean, I need to watch it. The first episode cried a lot. A lot? Yeah. Oh, no. All right. That's great. I love them so much. I'm a real... Jonathan brings me the greatest joy. Really? Yeah. What is the... What was the... Your favorite thing about this season? Well, there are just a few Jonathan moments that were my favorite, uh, but... The first episode really is good. Yeah. Um, they do a woman oh. at, at a church. Interesting. And they also help out her son. Mm. And it's just very sweet, very emotional. I will say I dozed off a little in the last one, but mm. I don't think it was a strong episode. But also it was 1 a.m. Yeah. I mean, you're tired. I also had Arby's and a lot of junk food in between to keep <sighs> me going. That was another Fuel. thing. We should, we should share that text exchange because... You know when you just have those moments where you need to lean into your garbage self? Yeah. And you're like, you Every know, weekend. Well, yeah. But it's like, let me shove something down my throat that's terrible for me, and it's going to, like, do the job. And I was texting Eric, you know, I was like, here are my options, like, blah, 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 this is the garbage that I want. And I was like, actually, what I really want is Arby's. But the only freaking Arby's in this town that's close to us is by your house, mm-hmm. and, like, it's just too, it's too far, because it's kind of far from your house. And... Then you texted me, and I was like, oh, I just had fat burger because I'm a fat burger. And then you were like, oh, I had Arby's. And I was so <laughs> jealous. Like, all I actually wanted was a curly fry. And I hate to break it to you, but I had curly fries and chicken strips, and they were so fresh. Well, so I, I mean, had, as fresh as Arby's can I be. had chicken strips from Fat Burger because they're actually pretty good. And then I was just like, well, what I really wanted was Chick-fil-A, chicken strips, and Arby's curly fries. But I did have a fat burger shake, and it was delicious. Mm. So you're fine. <laughs> you're fine. Eric was like, do you want whipped cream? And I'm like, do you even know me? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, obviously, I want the whipped cream on this chocolate. What um, are you fangirling over? Uh, I finished Stranger Things season two. You texted me, and I was like, oh, I'm so glad we're on the same page with Billy. Oh, my gosh. By the way, though, you're going to appreciate this. So, Eric, I was telling Eric about the text exchange that you and I had about Billy. And he goes, I just wouldn't think Billy, Natalie, be into Billy. I would think she'd be more into the detective. And I was Same. crying, laughing. The crying. detective, Billy, Steve, let's go. <laughs> I was crying, laughing. I was like, that's hilarious. Yeah, I His don't know. His name is Officer Hopper, so <laughs> get it right. 
no, not that guy. Oh. The guy that goes and helps um, Nancy and um, Jonathan. Oh, the guy from, like, love and yes. stuff? No. Uh-huh. Not quite. Um, I was like, not offer, no. Um, so loved it, except for that garbage episode. With the, the Chicago other... one? Ugh. Why? It was a throwaway. I think a it was just to be away. like she tried to go somewhere and it didn't work, and that's why she needs to stay in Hawkins. I mean, um, I get it, but like, I think the sister character is returning. Really, for something. I um, I just the other actors. She was okay, but the other band of misfits terrible. Did not like it. How did they not find better actors? No, they were literally terrible. No, mm. but yeah, Billy. Billy's great. The scene between Billy and Mrs. Wheeler, I was just like the. I wanted them to hook up. We I'm like, all did hook up on Where, the kitchen floor. You know, there's fan fiction on that. Oh, absolutely. I was like with her dumbass husband, like in the middle. And it's like not... perfect amount of unbuttoned buttons on those shirts. Oh my god, so many unbuttoned buttons. Also, like I've said it before, when I fangirled over Stranger Things too, when I watched it like appropriately yes, when it I came know. out. I'm so sorry. That I only like him with mullet. Like I've seen that actor. Oh, he's in the new Power Rangers, and I'm like, mm. yeah, that's it. Yeah, he has to be in the look. I'm really into Max. I like her. I'm into her and Lucas. I don't know. I was really into Nancy, like, asking Dustin to dance. Like, I don't know. Here's the thing. It's just great. We love it. It was great. It was not – I will say I don't think it was as good. You said it. I remember this from when you fangirled over it. The first half of the season, you're kind of like, eh. And then all of a sudden, it's like, whoa. Yeah. And then you get the garbage episode, and you're like, wait, what? I don't know how to feel. And then the last two episodes. Whew. Perfect. Great. Terrific. Can't wait for the next. Yeah. When's – do we know anything about season three? Mm, No. Shooting it now, I think. Poor Will. Also, I said it. Will can't catch a break. I think no. next season he finally, like, it's finally about someone else. I hope so. I will miss Fat Aston, though. Sean Aston. I loved him. <laughs> loved Bob. And I said it with Red Oaks. Didn't realize how much I loved Paul Reiser. Hmm. Love him. Miss him. <laughs> Love think him. think he's great. I really like <laughs> Paul Reiser. Like, if someone tells me he's an asshole, which he probably is, but I'm going to be bummed. <laughs> I know people that worked on Mad About You. I should do some investigation. Do you? Yeah. I love mad about you. <laughs> I do. I know I know several people that did. Hearing that piano intro in my head now. Oh, right? Aren't they don't they want to like bring it back? Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Just let us love stuff in the past, guys. Yeah. Let us. We've seen what happened with Roseanne. Yeah. Like, let's just. Like, I love a reunion. I love, like, an Entertainment Weekly cover. But oh, yeah. Maybe not a whole reboot. I want an oral history. I don't need to see it again. Mm. You know? Okay. On that note, like commercials, hot update. We didn't cover Grey Poupon last week, and I'm upset about it. I know. It. I almost like added it back in. Also, update. I feel like the I want to be like Mike jingle has a little bit of a Lion King vibe to it. Ooh. Do you think they yeah. did that on purpose? That's interesting. What year was it? It was like 90. Th- it might have been before Lion King. It might have been before. So maybe Lion King has a little bit of I want to be like Mike vibe. Yeah. Um, there was something else that I went back and listened to and I was like, hmm, I don't know why we didn't talk about that. Don't remember what it is now. Um, had a very hot popple debate, um, with one of our coworkers yesterday, (laughs) Jason, who had a white one. And I was like, why would you make a white fur toy for For, children? For a child, yeah. Was it gross and disgusting? And he said, oh yeah, definitely. Of course it was. Which one was it? Potato chip? No, unfortunately it was puff ball. (laughs) That I makes to, sense. I had to go to our script and look up all Potato the Potato chip, probably yellow. Still want a putter. That's what I want. Mm. Putter. Um, also. What? 
I'm fangirling over the fact that Natalie got me a baby Kermit. Oh, (laughs) I forgot. I was like, why are you freaking out right now? No, and it was, well, it was post a photo of it. You should have seen my face. She came in like kind of a weirdo into a room I was in and was like, oh, I have something for you. And just like (laughs) threw him on the table. And I was like, oh my God, it's baby Kermit. Um, And one of our, our Twitter followers had like offered to like send me their Kermit. And you were like, they were stealing my thunder. Yeah. I'm obsessed with him. He's sitting at my desk. He has a little, like, scooter. I don't know. It's kind of a bike. He also, I remember. (laughs) Yeah. I also remember that Kermit had, like, a skateboard. So I need to investigate. Yeah, there are different Kermits. There are different Kermits. Um, But I love this Kermit. And I told you that they are interchangeable with their wheelie devices. Mm -hmm. Um, And so if I find any of my Fozzies, any four of them, he could also go on this little scooter. So thank you. I love him. I'm obsessed with him. Okay. Now into the real things. You you're you were so pumped for this. Okay, yeah. We've done toys commercials. We've done food commercials. But there are a lot of commercials that don't fit. Right. They're just kind of random ones that we remember that stand out. And we just love them. And I'm super pumped <laughs> okay. to get into it. What do you want to start with? I want to start with Muzzy. Yes, that's French they're speaking. And no, these children aren't French. They're American. And they've acquired their amazing new language skills from Muzzy, the remarkable new video language program for children developed by the British Broadcasting Corporation. With this unique BBC language course, children learn a second language. Is he talking through a talk boy? Je suis la jeune fille. Bonjour. Like, (laughs) Muzzy's kind of terrifying. So Muzzy was just like a big fluffy guy animated guy that teaches children languages Mm -hmm. and i love that they're it's on the tv the family's watching and then an old lady who isn't their grandma but also just blanche Devereaux vibes yes she Mm -hmm. has golden girls vibes she just cuts in and she's like no these children aren't french they're american (laughs) like yeah we can tell yeah obviously they're not speaking perfect french no (laughs) and they're clearly watching something to learn right french thanks blanche so Muzzy taught you languages, and it's a. It was made in England. The, yeah, the it's BBC. Clearly, British animation. <laughs> the what always stood out to me is like there's like a group of people in a circle doing like a dance uh-huh. in the animation, and then they part. I always thought it looked really weird. <laughs> Yet I always wanted Muzzy. Yeah, because he was like a large. First of all, I think you were aware of like your garbage American self, and you were like, you know what. We don't know stuff like other kids. <laughs> like other kids in other countries learn another language. Like they just do. You know, like French kids learn English, like whatever. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I feel inadequate. So I think they were preying on that and they wanted to make sure that you knew it. A uh, friend and I tried to get Muzzy as like 18-year-olds. We got it on hold at the library. <gasps> like we were on a wait list. Yeah. We were on a wait list for two years. <gasps> oh, my gosh. And by the time my friend got it, I didn't even live with her anymore. Oh, no. It went to waste. Did she learn French? And it's a VHS only. <laughs> of course it is. But Muzzy at the time, we updated. did have a VHS player, so it would have worked out. But Muzzy is in high demand still. Hmm. Who knew? Um, similar sort of teaching kids things. Hooked on phonics. I felt so proud of myself because I had read a 24-chapter book. When he first learned how to read a book, I, we just said, Austin, you're a reader. You're a reader. You did it. And he began to read. And, and Hooked on phonics worked for me. <laughs> worked for me. <laughs> worked for me. 
Um, so this commercial is my favorite because the mom is like, Austin, you're a reader. And like all the kids in the commercials have like fake names. Like they all have like multi-hyphenated last <laughs> names. And I'm like, these kids aren't real. I'd forgotten though that the phone number was 1-800-ABCDEFG. Oh, yeah. Freaking That's genius. like the only thing I remember. Really? From Hooked on Phonics. I've watched a lot of Hooked on Phonics commercials. Well, the ones with Alex Trebek. Oh, yeah, those are in like the 2000s. Yeah. And like, so basically, the Hooked on Phonics was for kids that were like slow, like behind their reading capabilities. Mm -hmm. It's not for like teaching your four year old how to read, it's for teaching your 10 year old who's reading at like a first grade level how to be a better reader. Yes. But they don't, they do a good job of not shaming you. Yeah, but they don't really tell you that it's for those children right it's like it's a little confusing a little misleading um but this kid is so proud of himself that he read a 24 chapter book yeah and but it's yeah i can just hear the little girl hooked on phonics worked for me and then she has this like super cheesy smile at the end do you think like hooked on phonics wasn't something i wanted i wanted muzzy but he didn't want hooked on phonics do you think someone saw a child saw Hooked on Phonics and asked for it? I don't know because I feel like they advertised on Nickelodeon a lot. Yes, they did. And so it's just, you're now asking a great question. Who's the audience for this? Is it just like, oh, mom's going to be in the kitchen and you know, and be like, you know what? My well, kid's I think not great. the commercials for Nickelodeon are very mixed because there's something on my list that I definitely saw on Nickelodeon a lot that was clearly for adults. So is it... Oh, I thought you were going to say Nickelodeon Magazine. <laughs> I mean, I have that on my list. Do you want to get into it? Yeah, we talk All about right, Nickelodeon, Nickelodeon Magazine. Magazine. You're on a mission to get Nickelodeon Magazine. It's packed with celebrity interviews and comics and puzzles and great stuff to collect. So I know but this entire commercial by heart. Yeah. I think most children of the of 90s do. Yeah. They played it every commercial break. Every commercial break. Yeah. It's like knowing the Empire number, like you just know it because yeah. it's in your brain because you've heard it a thousand times. Like you never know who will pop in, what will pop out, and it's so good you'll eat it all up. Like you know every little part of this commercial. Yeah. When like they're creating ways to ask for Nickelodeon magazine, they write it on the the paper on the mom's finger. Yeah, and it's basically just like ways to annoy your parents into yeah. getting what you want. You're not also you're not gonna get it that way. No. Like asking for it in your dad's briefcase. <laughs> I mean that's something I would do though. Yeah, totally. so. Um I like the thought of your dad carrying a briefcase. Um <laughs> did you have Nickelodeon magazine? I don't know if I had a subscription. I think I might have for a while. Um but I did get it on occasion, and for mm-hmm. some reason, I have a very distinct memory of getting one at a Blockbuster. Really? Which is, like, the most 90s childhood oh, thing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I remember getting it, like, at the checkout line by the popcorn buckets and the candy. I was a highlights gal. Mm. My, I got a highlights uh, subscription from my grandparents, and I feel like I got it much longer than <laughs> I probably should have. Like, like, the highlights magazine has it's like its own paper. It's like yes. how U.S. money is its own paper. Like the Highlights magazine is its own paper. It was always in black and white. I loved it. I did get Zoo Books for a year. Oh, Zoo Books I almost put on here because yeah. I was just like that commercial was. That's a good commercial too. Kids but naturally love animals. What okay. I didn't know about Nickelodeon <laughs> magazine is that its first incarnation was around 1990 and you could only get it at select Pizza Huts. <laughs> 
That's maybe the only more 90s thing than the Blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> like, let's distribute it at a pizza chain. There are only, like, two versions of that, I think, before it actually went into print and oh. was sold elsewhere. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. I'm going to throw in some sport for you. Mm. You were so mad at me that I threw these on here, but I was like, people will be pissed if we don't talk about this. I watched them and I have no memory of them. Well, that makes sense because you were, one, either, like, in utero or, like, three years old so in utero or three we will start with dan and dave dan can throw a 16 pound shot put 53 feet three inches dave can hurl a javelin 236 feet this summer they'll battle it out in barcelona for the title of world's greatest athlete who right fine okay fine so dan and dave were going to be Olympians. They were going to Barcelona and they were decathletes. And so like winning the decathlon makes you like, quote unquote, the best athlete in the world because you have to participate in 10 events and it's like you have to be good at all things. It's crazy. So Reebok, they launched this ad campaign and it's like, who are you going to like cheer for? Dan or Dave? Dan or Dave? And it would be like, Dan can like swim a mile, like holding his breath. Like Dave can do blah, blah, blah. And it was all like pitting so not them. doing the same sport? No, they are. They're both. They were like both great American decathletes. Okay. And it was like, who's going to be better? Yeah. Who are you going to root for? And it was like pitting them against each other. Can you just like root that everyone has a good time? Well, that's kind (laughs) of what happens. So the campaign begins and it aired during the Super Bowl. So like this is Reebok's huge, like trying to strike back at Nike. Oh, gotcha. And which actually comes out of another commercial that I'll talk about later. But so January 26, 1992. So O'Brien was Dan O'Brien and Dave Johnson. The rivals were favored to win medals in Barcelona and like, you know, Reebok's trying to capitalize on this. Um, And so they had all of these different spots and it was like Dan or Dave, Dan or Dave, Dan or Dave. Reebok's plan goes awry five weeks before the games because Dan O'Brien fails to qualify. So they spent millions of dollars on these advertising campaigns. They're like, it's a sure thing. Like, this guy's a shoo-in. Doesn't even make the team. Oh, my God. So they have to recut all these commercials to be like Dan cheering on Dave. Dave. Love that, That's what. Yeah, so it's like, all right, well, we got to, like, make some lemonade out of this lemons. So then... Dan ends up winning bronze in Barcelona. I'm sorry. Dave ends up winning bronze well, in Barcelona. Confusing. I know. It's very confusing. But Dan redeems himself by winning gold in Atlanta four years later. Uh, so it's like maybe the pressure of the advertising campaigns was too much for Dan. Yeah. And he could have won sooner. He could have won sooner. But it was just like it was a huge thing. And then to be like, oh, right, you didn't even make the team. It's like one thing to not – where you had, like, the Nancy Kerrigan, Tanya Harding, where then, you know, they go to the Olympics and Tanya mm-hmm. just, like, doesn't do well. It's like if Tanya Harding didn't even make the team. And you're like, ooh, we had all this, dra- <laughs> all this drama for, for nothing. nothing. Um, and, yeah, so it was, like, a huge advertising fail. But I guess maybe not because we're still talking about it. I mean, I'm still talking about it. I was going to say, I've never heard of it. <laughs> it's not It's not on any list that's, like, most iconic commercial. Dan and Dave. I don't know if it made it. Dan and Dave. All right, what else do you have? Um, so I was thinking Life Alert, but it actually needs to go back farther to a, a to a brand called Life Call. I've fallen and I can't get up. We're sending help immediately, Mrs. Fletcher. 
See? Protect yourself with life call and you're never alone. To get complete free information... I've fallen and I can't get up. I mean, yeah, we still say that. It's pop culture. It's pop culture. We still say that. So, I've fallen and I can't get up is a catchphrase from the commercials for Life Call. Mm -hmm. I grew up knowing Life Alert, but theirs is Help, I've fallen and I can't get up. It's different. They've, like protected the help I've fallen and I can't get up. That is life alert. Is this like an under pressure ice ice baby situation? I think so. <laughs> like this is a trademark of life alert. Oh my gosh. The help? Yeah. Interesting. They right. added help. But I've fallen I can't get up. You can there's a YouTube like montage of just like everyone saying it on television and movies. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it is a thing because of this terrible commercial of a lady in Pain. In pain, like who's like potentially bleeding out because she broke a hip, and like we're making fun of her. It's well, it's so terrible. funny. Well, I know, be a better actress, yeah. lady. But this one reminded me of another one, real quick. Hover round. <laughs> they go to the Grand Canyon. Yeah, it's like old lady named Dottie, Lena. I don't know. Lena, I would love my name to be. Dottie. How does it feel to be at the Grand Canyon? <laughs> and they just say hover round, and it echoes through the Grand Canyon. Hey, Bernice and Joy, tell everyone which power wheelchair got you to the Grand Canyon. Have a round. Now I'm free to see the world. With a hover round, you truly are free to see the world. Makes hover looking like ra- like an old person riding around in a chair would be the most fun. Totally. Like, they were targeting me on MTV. It was working. I mean, I guess they were assuming that, like, your parents had dropped you off at grandma and grandpa's house or something, or that you were going to, like, be concerned about your grandparents and be like, Grandma, you need the hover round. You yeah. know what I mean? Or, like, something like that. But I always that. just thought it was so funny, like, these two women in their chairs at the Grand Canyon and then a camera very far away to show that they're at the Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Just really funny to me. <laughs> always has been. Um, okay, something that was very funny to me. Miss Cleo. Don't you really want to know? Okay, I was wondering who the father of my baby was. All right, let's take a look. The Miss Cleo DNA test. I don't know. <laughs> I'm solely searching for the father of your baby. Oh, it's the one that's very unpleasant, okay? Okay. Um, and he's also the one that had another girlfriend while he was sleeping with you. Yes, he did. Yep, that's him. That's the daddy. Okay. But you knew that. I wasn't sure. I don't know how. The baby looks just like him. Of course I love Miss Cleo. That's the daddy. That's my favorite part of this commercial. So I watched a lot of Miss Cleo commercials. And like, first of all, Miss Cleo, newsflash, born in Los Angeles, not Jamaican at all. Yeah. Just like. I previously fangirled that I met someone who worked on the hotline. Yeah. And like, so RIP, Miss Cleo did pass away in 2016. She had colon cancer. Did she see it coming? (laughs) I had to. Classic classic psychic joke. Probably with colon cancer, she probably had it for a little while. Um, But she was just everywhere. And then I was like, why did she not team up with Maury, but she would be on Jenny Jones? Like there were, see, I was like going through images and I'm like, oh yeah, that's her. You're trying to like get a Sylvia Brown equivalent? Yeah. Um, And I was intrigued. I, like, thought about calling Miss Cleo. Uh, My friend definitely called, and I listened. Mm -hmm. Um, It was, like, one of those things where you hang up before a minute goes by so you don't get charged. Mm -hmm. But I think she ended up getting in trouble 
Like they knew? For like calling with other friends and they accidentally stayed on too long. Oh. What did they tell them? I don't know. This commercial, though, the one that I chose is super funny because she's like, you know that baby looks exactly like that guy. And you can hear, like, obviously they're not naming names. And the woman's like, mm-hmm, I know. <laughs> like, it's so just like, what is happening? Like, why are you calling a psychic to know who your baby daddy is? It feels inefficient. Yeah. I um, really love, because the key to being, like, a fake psychic is just to keep your answers as vague as possible. And then yeah. you interpret it how you want. Mm-hmm. But when I watch something like Long Island Medium and people tell me it's not real, I'm like, but they know specific things. How does it work? <laughs> so I still believe in Long Island Medium. Don't take it away from me. I mean, she's got those acrylic nails. No yeah. one's taking that away from her. Her hair, too. Like, her hair has a lot of, like, information in there. <laughs> like Gretchen Wiener? Yes. Um, okay, what else do you have? I mean, I where, have two random ones. Where do I even want to go from here? Do I want to go big? I th- yeah, sure. Gap commercials. <sighs> Mad about saffron. Saffron's mad about me. I'm just mad about saffron. She's just mad about me. They call me mellow yellow. They call me mellow yellow. Are they coming? They call me mellow yellow. No, they should. So they really kicked off with the Everybody In series. The first one was Everybody In Leather, mm. which is to just can't get enough. And then they did one that was like khakis and I think denim. No, I don't know if it's denim. Cords. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So it was like Mellow Yellow and Dress You Up. And it was just like this group of like ethnically diverse, beautiful people mm-hmm. all looking bored and singing, <laughs> which included Alex Greenwald of Phantom Planet. Now Brie Larson's boyfriend oh. and Rashida Jones, mm-hmm. a baby Rashida Jones, baby, but Multi-culti. these for some reason just like took off, and then it became just Gap's advertising world. Yeah, they got so many like celebrity ones. There's the Sarah Jessica Parker ones, so good, especially mm-hmm. the one with Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, the Madonna Madonna and Missy Elliott collaboration, which I don't think. Without this, I don't think the amazing VMA's performance of 2003 would have happened. Really? Because this commercial launched in July of 2003. The VMA's performance was August of 2003. Oh. So I think maybe Madonna had, like, the Britney Christina kisses planned and stuff. Yeah. But Missy comes in and just makes it better. So much better, as she does. So we needed that. You're welcome, Katie. You Perry. get the Claire Danes Patrick Wilson dancing one. Love that one. Yes. Very sweet. Yeah, you get Patrick the Daft Wilson. Punk Juliet Lewis with her weird hat. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the West Side Story ones. Oh, yeah. I forgot about those ones. <gasps> I used to, like, recreate those <laughs> on my patio. Gap. The khaki ones where you're, like, go-go dancing and swing dancing. Mm-hmm. Like, they were just so entertaining. They really were. I, I have spent many a night just watching all of them. Um, two important questions for you. One, did you wear a Gap Dream? No. Like everyone and their freaking mother did. Like, the world smelled like that for a while. <laughs> it was just like, well, like, that was just what my high school smelled like. And then also, do you remember when Gap changed their logo and everyone lost their goddamn minds? You can't change the Gap logo. No. Like, people freaked the fuck out. <laughs> like, no. we're so upset. I will say now, I haven't liked the Gap in, like, a solid three years. They've really, like, given up, I, I think. I don't know, though. Have you been in recently? Yeah. Oh, because I, hmm, maybe this was like six months ago because I don't shop ever. And I walked in there and I was like, oh, there's a, 
oh, there's some, some cute things they in here. They have some cute things, but they Baby run Gap. very Ooh, big. They do. Baby Gap is great. Baby different. Gap. And they've kept with the same color palette for the past five years. So, no, I don't want that muted light olive green or that coral or that, like, chambray. Like, y'all need to expand. Yeah, but those are, like, my key. Those are, like, my top three <laughs> colors. I was, like, as you were saying, I was, like, mm-hmm, no, olive, great. Mm-hmm. When you see the green that I'm talking about, that's not your color. Oh, okay. I've never seen you wear it. But, you know, I like an olive. Like I We like all a... like an olive, but it's not an olive. <laughs> it's not I, the right olive? Yeah, it's okay. not right. Fine. It's, like, a cheap, they didn't try olive. Oh. <laughs> um, but kind of in the same, like, corporation. Old Navy had its time with good commercials. It did. So one that sticks out for me is Old Navy Performance Fleece. (laughs) You're invited. Can you be there? I don't know what outfit I'll wear. Performance Fleece. Ooh, it's fine. Performance Fleece? I'll be there at nine. I'm going to go with you as my guest. In Performance Fleece, I'll be the best dressed. Old Navy, Old Navy, Old Navy Performance, please. Old Navy, Old Navy Performance, please. Is this a Morgan Fairchild? Um, yes, it's Carrie Donovan, Morgan Fairchild, Isabel Samford, and George Hemsley. The best. And they're just singing Old Navy Performance, please. <laughs> like, if anyone wears fleece to me, I'm like, is that performance fleece? Is it a performance That's fleece? all I know. Do you think they they must have had the same agency probably? I don't know if it's the same agency that did like the Gap commercials and this commercial, but it's like it's the same corporation. Like yeah. it'd be kind of weird for them to have different advertising agencies, but maybe they do. But they but they had different styles to them. Totally. Um but <laughs> Old Navy is I kind of forget about Old Navy. Again, much like not having chain restaurants in Los Angeles, we don't have a lot of like chains. We just don't have a lot of stores like that. It's harder I don't know. They're just. It's harder to get to like a gap. It's way harder to get to a gap. And like, because we have a lot of, you know, little individual stores, whatever. And it's like, I know where there's an old Navy, but it feels like a nightmare to get there. And like, I don't know. I mean, you're not missing much. Do you want to go in a room and just smell rubber flip flops? (laughs) (laughs) But 4th of July is on the horizon. Got to get that $5 tea. Got to get that $5, that $5 tea. Um, Again, good baby clothes, though. Those people know what they're doing. I have a oldie buddy goodie i don't really know what this is commercial for i just wrote that it's a commercial for drugs that's not (laughs) made it it up it's not what it's a commercial for it's like a psa this is your brain this is drugs this is your brain on drugs any questions this is your brain this is your brain on drugs yeah, see, Any questions? I'm glad you included both the, because I only really know the second version. Okay, so that commercial is from the 80s. Very basic. Guy literally takes an egg. This is your brain. Cracks it into a skillet. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? Then you get the Rachel Lee Cook version where she goes fucking crazy. And it's not just drugs. It's heroin in her version. Yeah, and it's like, this is what happens to your family. family. And like That's just starts it. beating the whole kitchen up. Yeah, and she looks... This is what happens to your brain after snorting heroin. This is what your body goes through. Wait, it's not over yet. This is what your family goes through. And your friends and your mind. And your job. And your back in the future. And your life. 
Any questions? Yeah. And I was just like, uh, this is terrifying because she's a tiny, tiny human. And she just destroys this kitchen with this much the more skillet. effective, much more effective, much more aggressive, much more true. Yeah. Um, but this was another commercial that was on all the time. And I do feel like this is a pop culture icon, too, where it's mm-hmm. like any questions like everyone knows that. And you don't you weren't even alive for the first version. Yeah. Like, this is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Any questions? That's it. So simple. So Guess simple. What? Powerful. Worked for me. Never done heroin. Wow. Look at you. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> that PSA. <laughs> I know. I was like, what is this actually a commercial for? I think it's the ad council, but that sounds lame. So I'm just going to write drugs. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you have any more? I have a few, but okay. I'm going to get into my, my favorite commercial of all time. Okay. Sears air conditioning. <laughs> I cannot live another day without air conditioning. Says tomorrow's gonna be hotter. Hotter? Like yesterday. Yesterday? Yesterday you said you'd call Sears. I'll call today. You call now. I'll call now. Now's the time to save on Sears installed central air conditioning. This is so weird. But I was doing research online because I knew that you said this was your favorite. And a lot of people are obsessed with this commercial. Yeah, I didn't know it was like, it's not a meme, but I found like... It was on a Know Your Meme website and Uh how a lot of people, like, recreate it online. So this is a commercial that was on Nickelodeon all the time. Uh Uh-huh. I remember that. Why? Why? I can't buy an air conditioner I think it's because your mom's casually in the kitchen, like, doing something. She's like, oh, what's going on over there? Oh, right, our air conditioner is broken. But it's just the actors are so desperate. It's just a husband and a wife, and they're just, like... Breathing really hard because it's hot. It's really like, hot. Yesterday you said you call Sears. I'll call today. You call now. I'll call now. Okay. It's like <laughs> so great. And then every summer it's time to like refer to the commercial every day because you're like, how's the weather? Another, Another scorcher. scorcher. Cool. <laughs> like it's just so cheesy in all the right ways. Mm-hmm. It's it's very like 90s light like orange tones. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's everything I want in a commercial that's not for me. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And I mean, good on Sears, right? Like you're talking about Sears and this commercial is weirdly iconic. And it's Yeah, like, and it ran for years. years. It's kind of like every Christmas how you see Folgers or the like Hershey Kiss Bells. Totally. You see this every summer. There's no need to update it. No. It's perfect. It's perfect. <laughs> and she's standing in front of the freezer because she's so hot, which is a universal yeah. thing when you're hot. Like, let me stick my head in there. Like, definitely. Yeah. I just... It has just a perfect element of cheese. It's like, help, I fall and I can't get up. It just didn't have that perfect catchphrase or else it would be part of our pop culture today. Totally. It's a scorcher. Another scorcher. Cool. <laughs> cool. Um, okay. Weather jokes. Ah, <laughs> Weather jokes. All right. I have my final one. Is another sport one. Bonos. Bo knows baseball. Bo knows football. Bo knows basketball, too. Bo knows tennis? No. Bo knows race. Bo, you don't know diddly. Now, Natalie does not know Bo because this commercial premiered during the World or during the World Series, during the All Star Game for baseball in 1989. Yeah, no one in my family is watching that. Right. <clears throat> well, also you were like a tiny baby. Um. Anyway, so Bo 
Bo Jackson, was the first person in the modern era to play both professional baseball and football in the same year. His story is actually very incredible. Um, He played football and he was like getting recruited by both the NFL and Major League Baseball. And I believe it was like the Dolphins flew him down from his college, I think he went to Auburn, um, flew him down to the Dolphins training facility to like talk and chat and like see the facility, whatever. Well, by getting on the plane, he had like an NCAA violation. And so then he was like disqualified from playing baseball. So he's so pissed over like the NFL and football that they've cost him his like Mm -hmm. senior year of baseball that he's like, fuck you. I'm going to go play baseball instead. What? So he was like going to be the number one draft pick for football and was like, no, I'm cool. I'm going to go over here and play baseball. I hate when people switch their sport. No, but he was like playing both and he's so, (laughs) you sounded like you knew what you were talking about. Um, And he was just so incredible and unbelievable. And so they, Nike uses Bo to launch their cross trainers. So the whole notion behind the Bo Knows campaign is that like Bo Knows Baseball, Bo knows football. Bo knows running. Bo knows, like, so because he's wearing these cross-training shoes, he can, like, play Do any it all. sport. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan is in this commercial and Wayne Gretzky. And, like, Bo's playing hockey. <laughs> Wayne Gretzky's like, no. But <laughs> the, the whole music part of this is being played by Bo Diddley. And then at the end, Bo's, like, playing the guitar. And Bo's like, Bo Diddley's like, Bo, you know Diddley squat, like, because he can't play it. And it was so pervasive the best part though about this commercial is so it airs first during the 1989 all-star game immediately before the commercial airs premieres Mm -hmm. Bo hits a walk-off home run in the all-star game and then it cuts immediately to this commercial and it was like whoa like this guy's legit so then he goes back two years later he plays baseball for two years and is like you know what in my spare time I'm going to play in the NFL. And Come so on. He goes, and he's super humble. Like, his 30 for 30 is incredible. Um, so he goes and plays in the NFL, cr- crushes it, is, like, so amazing. He gets hurt because he's running so aggressively that he, like, pops his own, like, hip out. Yeah. And, like, it ends up, like, destroying his career, and he would have been probably the greatest ever in both sports. Um, but, yeah, Bo knows. And it, it really— So now he's just, like, a man, a normal— he is. You'll see him. He pops up in, like, Kia commercials and stuff um, because he also had, like, a football video game, Technoball. Mm. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. It was one of those things where it was just like, yeah, Bo is amazing. Bo knows. Well, I also have a commercial starring an athlete. I was shocked that this was on your list, but we did talk about it last yeah, week. Yeah, we did talk about it last week. Michael Jordan for Haynes. What do you think? Boxers or briefs? Oh. Boxers? Oh. Briefs. 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 Bikinis. Bikinis. Boxers. Mm. No, I'm looking at this guy. They're Hanes. Let's just leave it at that. Boxers or briefs? Boxers or briefs? So I was thinking about this. I probably didn't fully understand, like, what was going on in this commercial. (laughs) What do you mean? Like, I understand they're trying to guess what underwear they're wearing, but I probably assumed, like, that was just a fun game. I Uh didn't, like, think that would be, like, ooh, are you wearing boxers or briefs? Like, (laughs) Like there's, like, a sexual I'm a child. Yeah. Yeah. Uh But those ladies are so hungry on the bench. So hungry. Mm Mm-hmm. They're just hanging out. 
groupies. Yeah, there's there's hanging out. Well, not even groupies. They're just hanging out, asking about every guy that walks by. And then it happens to be Michael Jordan. And they don't notice until because they're just looking at crotches. <laughs> and so they're like, I don't know. And they look up and Michael Jordan's just like, they're Hanes. Genius. Genius. And they're shook. Oh, yeah. Because it's freaking <laughs> Michael Jordan. Like, when did this commercial come out? In the 90s? I don't know. It had pre or post Space Jam. I can't figure it out. It's definitely, like, in there. I love that your main knowledge of Michael Jordan is Space Jam. Well, yeah. I mean, I, it was a child, Marn. I saw it in the theater, so I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to lie. I thought it was great. Um, is that it? Do we have more? Uh, I think I you have, have two so, more. I have so many more, but I'm going to try to just rush through them. Okay. Just, like, mention them. Herbal essences. Oh, man. I used it. Did you use it? Here and there. I used it for years. But the urge to herbal, so, like such a sensual commercial. And also like marijuana undertones. Yeah. So and with the guys, there's just like guys washing her hair. Yeah. Like very sexually. And then her hair just blows in the wind. Was that supposed to be hot? Because it's not. <laughs> I don't really like it when people wash my hair, even like when I get my hair done. Ooh, I'm like, do. I'll do it. Oh, you do? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't want to. I don't like wet hair. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you do it. <laughs> <laughs> also, so many CD compilations we don't have time for. There's buzz ballads. There's monster ballads. There's going south. There's pure moods. There's jock jams. There's jock jams. There's pure disco. There's um, songs for worship. There's so songs many time life good ones. But I'm gonna just hit hit us with the ultimate. Now that's what I call music. Are you ready for now? 17 of today's hottest superstars in one all-new Power Pack collection. Move into a new dimension with the year's biggest songs. Okay, real quick. Now is way further ahead in England than it is here. Well, it actually started there. Yes. That's why. Because I, when I lived there, they were already on, like, now 20. So I'm sure they're, like, now 100. So we are currently at now 66. How many come out a year? I have... A few, but not a lot. <laughs> oh, okay. Because this was, oh, I'd have to look, but it's got to be like 96, 97. Because it's like Mbop is, is on it, uh, Say You'll Be There, Spice Girls is on it, like that kind of stuff. So it's got to be 97 maybe. Um, but they're still going strong. There's still commercials for them. Oh, yeah. Like, who's buying now 66? children I, I don't know I remember my now that I got in England had like <laughs> like I, I can't even remember it now but it was just like I needed it like you were advertised it was advertised directly to you and it had like three good songs and then yeah. we'd have like eight kind of what okay they did songs. what now did was yeah all the hits of like the season, but then they threw in like two that you've never heard. Never heard. That somebody like bribed a person to get on there. Yeah, it'd be like a Coolio B track. And yeah. You're like what? <laughs> where did this song? Yeah, like come where from? is this a hit? Yeah. Uh huh. Every single time, it'd be like a top charter in like New Zealand or something, and you're like, okay, yeah. I've never heard this song. Um, and but then you would play those three songs because it was better than getting like just the single. Of something. Yeah. But then it would kind of explain. It was like you to listening to the radio without the DJ. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Mine definitely had cantaloupe on it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I loved, I love a good now. Are yeah. people still buying CDs? Uh, yeah. I've, 
I think it de- one, it depends on your car situation. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. If you have a CD player in your car, you're buying CDs. For sure. Two, depends on your age. Mm-hmm. Older people are still buying CDs. Yep. Three, depends on, like, where you shop. Because sometimes I'll be at, like, I don't know, a resale store, maybe even a Goodwill, and yeah. you see, like, this CD is only $2. Yeah, I'll buy it. Yeah, I'll buy it. Did you have a Sam Goody, or where did you buy CDs back in the day? Um, For me, it was normally a Best Buy. We, but I think we did have Sam Goodies. We had a Sam Goody in the mall, um, and so that's usually where I would go. Every once in a while, I'd go to Best Buy. I just didn't feel like their layout was as strong as mm. a Sam Goody. Now the CDs are leaving. Really? At Best Buy, yeah. No more. It's weird. <laughs> End of an era. Yeah. But there are a lot of other commercials. We didn't talk about the Snapple Lady. We didn't have time. Pine Saw Lady versus Snapple Lady. Mm-hmm. The Clapper. Oh. Chia Pet. Ch-ch-ch-chia. And especially mid-90s Disney World ads where, like, the baby walks for the first time yeah. and the kids can't sleep. They're too excited. Uh-huh. I've been waiting my whole life to meet you when oh. she meets Mickey Mouse. Like, ugh, come on. By the way, I had a clapper. I had the smart clapper, though, where you could What's clap that? one for, like, one thing and twice for something else. You could clap once. I think it was clap once to turn it on, clap twice to turn it off. Maybe. Did it work well? No, it was real shitty. Oh, okay. Like, you would just be, like, loudly clapping, and it would be so <laughs> annoying. Um, I think I got it for, like, a white elephant gift from my aunt or something like that, but I kind of loved it. Mm. cha 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 So many good commercials. I miss I miss a good commercial. Now we only get Super Bowl commercials, I feel like. Yeah. Everyone puts their effort into those. Well, one, so, you know, digital advertising spend has increased because that's where people's eyeballs are, mm-hmm. and... From an ROI perspective, it doesn't make as much sense to put out a commercial. Two, everyone fast forwards through the commercials because you're either like DVRing stuff or you're not watching regular television. I will say, though, love a good infomercial. Love. We could do a whole separate thing on infomercials. I mean, I've definitely said it on this podcast before, but I love the Time Life infomercials. And my dream is to be the young lady who is like talking next to like the has-been rock star uh-huh. please let that be me <laughs> just sign you up with rod stewart or like something well, he's too famous but <laughs> yeah that would be a dream <laughs> that would be a dream um i always loved like ron popeel like he had like the f- he had weird a weird mixture of things he would have like a food dehydrator and then he also had spray on hair do you mm, remember those no spray on hair oh yeah we'll have to look that up okay um and then any sort of beauty infomercial like a proactive like shares beauty line yeah or a cindy crawford beauty line like what is that french melon that i need to put I'm on my face i'm still interested in the cindy crawford beauty line that's more recent yeah look what at is her. she doing what is yeah. she doing yeah any sort of infomercial that i'm watching at like 2 a.m i'm into yeah i'm pretty i'm pretty much sold like and i love when that, like give me when i love when you watch it long enough to hit that certain point where it loops or oh, they're yeah. like repeating themselves uh-huh. i just i really love to get into it <laughs> Tell me more about it. I need this when shampoo. I need to hear why I should buy it four times before (laughs) I forget about it later. Before I fall asleep and never remember it ever again. Yeah, or like, I was never a home shopping person, but I'm fascinated by the home shopping network um, and how they, like, drive demand when you're just sitting alone by yourself. Like, all of a sudden you have this sense of urgency and, like, that's manufactured. They did that to you. That's amazing. Like, that's amazing. It's There's powerful. Like, the clock ticking down. Genius. These people are so smart. Yeah. Just getting us to spend our money. Okay. We did it. 
That's it. I'm so sad. That's it for commercials. But are we missing some? Oh, we're totally I'm sure. missing some. Grey Poupon. We're missing some. Grey Poupon. Oh, I literally just got in a Grey Poupon fight with my husband <laughs> because he told me specifically to get Grey Poupon and I didn't think it was like that urgent. Yeah. And so we got other some other sort of Dijon mustard because it was like mm-hmm. not available or $2 cheaper or something. And he was just like, this is not going to work. Wow. I know. And I was like, wow, they got to you. Those great Poupon well, people. I, they if got I know to. anything about Eric, it's he's very serious about condiments. Because he, he got mad at me when I said Chipotle <laughs> mayo would be my favorite. <laughs> he did. He's really proud because when our refrigerator opens, the, the lowest thing that Philly can grab is a bottle of ranch, and she grabs for it every time. And he's like, <laughs> never been more proud. He's just like, oh, this is my child. Okay, guys, what commercials did we miss? Tell us. We're so sorry. Yeah. We're sorry we're not sorry, but we'll probably talk about them. We will definitely, definitely talk about them. We'll post a photo of my baby, Kermie, that I love so much. Yeah. Um, um, if you enjoyed this series, maybe leave us a review or a rating on iTunes. That's fun. Or you can find us on social, Fangirl Fridays Podcast on Instagram, FGF Podcast on Twitter, or you can find us on Facebook. So until next Friday. Bye. bye.